Casey, welcome to the wiretap. How's how's it been going, oh. my dude? Uh, it's it's going, man. I'm 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 living living life. I'm still breathing. How mm. about you? Um, I'm existing. I'm existing. I I feel you. Yeah, I'm I'm just kind of going through life, <laughs> especially yeah, lately. I, I, absolutely. I think in oh, four four days from now, I get my second shot, so that should be fun. Oh, right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's gonna. Thank God I have the next day off. I was really scared my job was just gonna be like look at my request and be like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, you're not one of those that needs to live. Hold on, yeah, got someone else. <laughs> like, like just, just oh, you know, I've heard it's, I've heard the second shot's bad, but uh, you can go through it in, in on a load night and just kind of fucking deal with it while taking freight onto the floor you're fine it's like, it's like, no please help they'll just they'll just attach some like wires to you just have you keep working <laughs> like a fucking marionette puppet just like no tu- no tucker use your grip pick the box up <laughs> i'm just like uh. 50 pounds 50 pounds tucker grab it holy fuck <laughs> that would be some shit my job would do too <laughs> Like you can suffer through it, right? Oh man! My, yeah, my... I think uh, I think my second shot is coming up two or three weeks. I, I I originally was supposed to get it like back in April. One of my buddies actually scheduled it out for me. Oh, nice! And it hit like eleven thirty o'clock, and I was like, uh, yeah, I was supposed to get a shot twelve hours ago. Um, <laughs> Just... see if i can do it tomorrow see. <laughs> oh god i i did i oh god one of one of the one of the most like i i felt so bad about this and to to king zab if you're watching once again i'm so sorry about this i had, a, I had an issue like that because because so, i work overnight so sometimes very rarely but sometimes i oversleep by a lot today i woke up like on time i just felt shitty so i was like hey casey can we start a bit late (laughs) but like but like um i was supposed to help zab with a uh with a like content shoot for um for scythe gang not like a music video or anything but just like you know some some other thing they were doing and uh he was like yo can you come by at like five at this place and i was like yeah i got you and then the next day i fucking woke up at like seven and i was like oh my fucking god my phone died in the middle of the night no no and i i, te- uh, I like rapidly text him, i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and he was just like no you're fine it, it happens man and i was just like no i'm so sorry he's <laughs> like ah. see, see i have the opposite effect where i like i dream that I've missed my alarm about five times in my dreams, and then I wake up three hours early. Oh yeah, See, that... and I'm like, <laughs> just uh that that only happens to me one every now and again where like I just I, I just fucking sleep right the fuck through it. Normally I wake up like five minutes before my first alarm goes off. But like, mm-hmm. if that sometimes I just wake up to the first alarm because I set like five because I'm so paranoid about missing it. But like, oh. nothing makes me feel fucking worse than missing something for like a shoot. That fucking like the rest of the day I'll just. Have you ever seen BoJack? BoJack Horseman. I think I've seen like an episode or two. Okay, there there's an episode that like you hear his inner uh, monologue, his inner dialogue, and he just calls himself a stupid piece of shit the entire episode. And that it felt like it always feels like that where I'm just like, oh, I should make some food. You don't deserve food, you stupid piece of shit. You relate to the fucking shoot, and I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> me, fuck, come on, man. <laughs> it's, it's like a like, like thing about like losing weight and stuff. I'm just like, like man, I would really love to get a second meal at chick-fil-a today and then i'm like I'm like no 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 i'm like look at yourself look in the mirror look at this joey boy right here you think you need another chick-fil-a and i'm like yeah just you are right god i feel that recently i um i shit my body weight out of myself by uh eating jack in the box and that was a fucking mistake 
I shit. Yeah. I had this shit like five times within like five hours. I was just like, the end of it, I was like, please no more. <laughs> please. <laughs> you get to that point where you're just like glued to the toilet seat. Like, this is where I live. This I, is where I live here now. This is where I live now. Oh god, it's like it's like I, I my, one of my favorite things. If you want to have like the most chaotic night ever, go drinking with a bunch of like punks, with a bunch of punk kids. It's the most chaotic shit you will ever experience in your life. And like oh god, it's so good. It's so fun. If you're like in the right mood for it, it's so fun. If you're not, you're having a horrible time cuz they don't give a oh, shit yeah. that you're having a horrible time. They'll just keep going. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, moments like that is I was in Seattle and I was like drinking with a bunch of like punk friends and they were like drunk as shit. It was like the middle of the night in the middle of like, I think we were like over kind of by where Studio 7 used to be. And, right, um, right. and <laughs> they were, well, two of them were getting into a fight and I was trying to break them up because I was sober at the time. I was like babysitting all these fuckers and I was like, no, 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 you sit down on that side of the street, you sit down on that, that side of the street and then come up with what you're going to say to each other to fucking fix this shit because stop, stop, don't in, get into a fist fight at two in the morning when cops are prowling for drunks and <laughs> I sit them both down. I turn around to go deal with somebody who's like a little sick. And I just hear like someone get punched in the face, and I'm like, "God fucking damn it! <laughs> oh I'm gonna kill you both." <laughs> I I had a similar experience, so I don't I don't really I don't really drink a whole lot just because not my I don't really like alcohol. That's fair. A whole lot, so I always end up playing uh, mom whenever I'm mm-hmm. hanging out with people. Yep. And uh, I remember me and some coworkers. Uh, went out to Tacoma late at night and they wanted to do a bunch of the lime scooters and all oh, yeah. And so they get on these. They're already gone. Like they, They've had way too much Malibu and they're <laughs> sh- shooting down the road towards Ruston Way at like 30 miles an hour on these scooters. Oh god. And like I, I just remember I had to like try to keep up with them and I was, I was like like there was a train at one point. One of them was like trying to touch the train, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, stop, please. I'm, I'm like, I, I thought I was just gonna have to start swinging on kids just to get them back and drown them back into the car. Just knock them out so they'll sit the fuck down for ten seconds. <laughs> I, I was, I was just like, I was like, what is happening? I, I, I felt like, uh, uh, like like those. Uh, I can't, I can't think of the word of it. What what's like the 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 man in like a, a story where everything around him is going crazy and he's just kind of sitting there just like oh yeah uh, yeah the, the straight man the straight yeah the straight man, man. yeah exactly the straight man yeah uh, I was just sitting there just watching chaos happen around me like <laughs> uh, okay uh my favorite story of me getting drunk so I don't, I don't get drunk too often because I got shit to do sadly and. In in my relationship, I'm the only one who can drive, so I'm like, ah, no, no. If someone has to go to the hospital, if I'm drunk, I'm it's fucked. So, uh, but when I either on holidays or when I go on vacation, I get fucking trashed because I I never really get drunk at home often. <laughs> so, um, I it was Halloween, and my old one of my old friends always throws a Halloween party at uh, her place. So I was gonna go with a couple of my friends, and we we're just gonna go get drunk and you know have a kind of chill night. It was like it was like I think there was like probably gonna be like seven to ten people there, not like a big thing. So we're just like, I oh, will just kind of get drunk, hang out, probably watch something really bad on the TV and make fun of it, and then pass out, you know, casual. Well, we get there, and one of my friends brings like a fifth of Captain Morgan's, and he's like. And he's like, you two pointing to me, my friend. And he's like, you two are going to like go shot for shot with me. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but OK, I'll go as far as I can go without making myself puke. And I'll like get into the pocket and I'll just be like, and I'll just chill there for the rest of the night. That'll be fine. So I, yeah. I, I get through like half of this bottle of Morgan's and then my friend gets like you keep i i get to there that point and i'm like okay i'm done i cut myself off. i'm like no you went fuck it and I'm, I'm just gonna go walk around and um my friend keeps going <laughs> and <laughs> i'm like at this point i'm like i'm like oh i feel a little sick cause i haven't really eaten much today i'm gonna go sit behind her shed and i'm gonna stare at the tree line for like 10 minutes and just kind of like sit for a bit 
and get some fresh air away from people. So I go and do that, and I'm like staring at this tree line for a while, just staring at these stars. I'm like, oh, this is pretty. This is cool. I like this. Yeah. I think it's been like max 10 minutes. I get up to go back, and uh, my friend, suddenly everything has exploded at this party. Everybody's like way too drunk and like dying. And, um, and so my friend, who was uh, the one who brought the Morgans, uh had while i was gone like dressed up in drag and was running around in high heels like trying to feed everyone water and bread <laughs> so you just hear like clop 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 do you need food do you need water okay clop 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 and you just hear him like running around but i like walk back and he's like he's like where the fuck were you you've been gone for like 45 minutes i'm like huh <laughs> <laughs> like it's been 10 minutes and he's like no man you've been gone for like 40 minutes where the fuck were you and i was like over there behind the shed staring at pretty trees it's <laughs> like oh you're fucking he was like oh you're fucking drunk all right you sit down i was like okay <laughs> he looked like the, the the compressed version of master chief just like i threw up <laughs> Just like, <laughs> sitting there, like kid walking into his parents' bedroom at like two a.m. Like, <laughs> I threw up. <laughs> I threw up. I had a nightmare. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, we that... had a um, we had a similar story to that uh, when um, James James Chapel, my fucking his, boy. His, uh, his, his bachelor party, I remember, we, we had like a whole day and everything, and we went to Trapper Sushi up in Kent Station. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly where that is. And I, I remember me and James, we were too young to drink, so we were, we were just sitting, chilling, and a couple of them went to the bar, and one of our buddies, like not even five minutes after they go to the bar, runs past us at the door, and he's like, I'm not drunk, I swear, I swear, and he runs outside. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. We don't see that dude for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and we're just like like we, we, we started running around camp station. We're like yelling for him, we're looking for him, and we're like, where could this dude be? Eventually he comes in and we're already like halfway through our meals. Like we've we've eaten like a full roll of sushi at this point. Yeah. He comes in, he's like he's like, Hey guys, what's up? And we're like, bro, where where did you go? You've been gone for like an hour and a half, two hours. He's like, uh, I was at a Jamba Juice using the bathroom. And, you know, I just like, he's like, he's like, I kind of dozed off for like five minutes. And then, you know, I came back. <laughs> that is the most drunk activity, by the way, is dozing off in the toilet, man. That is the most like, <laughs> that is like when you, when you should be like, oh, I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> I fell asleep on the toilet. I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> we're just like, he, he's adamantly even to this day is like no i was only i was only gone for like 10 minutes oh <laughs> no we're like we're like bro there's no way dude no way <laughs> there's no way yeah no i god there's so many good drunk stories uh another one of my uh favorites was uh, my brother lives in idaho and we go visit him every now and again because he kind of fucking hates idaho because there's like yeah. There's like nothing. And plus he's like a Seattle born kid. So like anybody who comes in with like even slightly more centered views than him, he's like, I miss Seattle. <laughs> so like, so he's just like, I, I want, so we go and visit him. And whenever we go, I mean, me and him are both like punks. So we just get drunk and we just get fucked up. And, um, so we went over one, one time and, um, we get really drunk and uh we're, his uh the reason why we walked up, went over there was because um uh something like kind of some, something like kind of traumatic happened and so we're like oh we should go like see him and make sure he's good and stuff and kind of hang out with him because you know i miss him and i also want to make sure he's okay so me and a bunch of our friends went road tripped over to the uh, idaho and um we when we got there <laughs> we found um a bunch of shit that was still like there of of his not of his of his like of his like old roommates or some shit and we found this like this big old dildo so for the rest of the trip for the rest of the fucking trip we just like would take the dildo and just like hide it in places on like walls where we weren't like paying attention our favorite hiding spot was on the inside of the bathroom door because we'd swing it open and close it and then when we turn around to leave it would just be like fucking eye level pointing at you 
One of my favorite, well, my friend took a selfie. Oh God, um, I don't think I have any more. But he took a selfie of himself, like with it, like hanging onto his shoulder, and him like staring. <laughs> really oh, uncomfortably. No. <laughs> it's like my favorite picture ever. I wish I still had it. Oh my God. There's so many good, like so many good stories from those trips that are like, oh God, they're, they're so good. Cause whenever we go to Idaho, it's just like, okay, it's a, it's a small friends thing, but like we've known each other for, for years. So it's just like, we're just going to fucking pick up like nothing happened and get drunk and hang out and have good times. And it's, it's great. If only I, if only I liked Idaho, I'd probably move there for him. <laughs> yeah, it's like Idaho. We have potatoes, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, basically, yeah, and like, <laughs> and like, and not only that, but like everybody uh, from Washington and California is like moving to Idaho because it's close and cheap as fuck in comparison. So like all the uh, people who are like from Idaho fucking hates anybody from the coast now. Like they they had like a slight disdain for them like before, but now they just fucking hate them. Like anytime I walk in, I have to show my ID to someone who's from Idaho for like buying liquor or something. They look at me like you fucking little fucking Washingtonian pussy. And I'm like, bro, I'm just here on a road trip. I'm not. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you, bud. <laughs> like, just where I was born. <laughs> oh, man. That, that makes me think of uh, Alaska, uh, actually. Because we went to uh, last year during COVID, um, a couple of buddies got married over in Alaska. Mm. So we, we went over to Alaska for, for the wedding and everything. And Beautiful we place to, to get home. married too. Oh, dude, it was wonderful. Yeah, Alaska is such a cool place, but like the people there, they're crazy. They do not want to talk to anyone. <laughs> like, if, if they don't know you and you ask them a question, and they they'll just literally look at you and just walk away. They they do <laughs> not care. Oh God, I mean that kind of makes sense though. If you're out in the middle of like buffuck nowhere, in comparison, like yeah i'd probably be like why the fuck are you here like (laughs) like i i've lived in like one or two like small town by the way small town in comparison to washington so like a normal city for most places but like even even then like if someone's like hey i'm not from here what how do i get to this place here i'm like why the fuck are you here then like what the fuck i actually have a buddy who grew up in uh on alaska uh it's like super south washington it's like a town of like fucking probably like less than a thousand people and he was like he was like yeah man all there is to do out there is get high on hallucinogens in the forest and work on cars so that's all i did that's why i'm a good mechanic i'm like bro wait hold on pause pause (laughs) i hope that's like their their main exports in that town we got cars we got hallucinogens what else you need we got cars and we got good shrooms come through (laughs) God, yeah, it's it's so fucking funny. The small town life, and it's so it's also really funny because I recently just went to Montana for the first time, like uh, ever, and uh, it's so weird being from like Washington and only really being in like the coast, like kind of states, to like suddenly going to like a middle of nowhere kind of state, like a middle America state, and just being able to see for miles that like really fucking broke a spring in my brain because I'm so used to like being just looking me like oh look a tree line or like oh look a mountain or whatever and but like when I would look to the left and be like hmm fear fields for like four miles hmm that's fear (laughs) (laughs) that's that's kind of how Mississippi is Mm. you you like enter you enter the state line and you can see the other end of the state line as soon as you know you're just like holy shit you're like, all right, we've seen all we need to see. <laughs> my uh, one of my friends, actually, uh, Kyle, who's been on this podcast, uh, Loki Panda. He uh, when he was he moved away and was coming back to Washington, but didn't want to pay for like transport. So one of our buddies was a truck driver at the time. So he just hopped on this truck and just kind of drove around America while he delivered orders until they got one in Washington, so he could get dropped off. Oh, cool. Yeah, and yeah. he see so now, but now though he has like strong opinions about most states because he's driven what? through a lot of them, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite ones is he was like, he's like, man, after being in Texas, I kind of get what people say about Texas because like, yeah, it's hot as shit, it's like the devil's asshole, but like, also in Walmart, 
they have like a six pack of cinnamon rolls that are like this fucking big, like size of your face for like four bucks. I, 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 I want to move there now. I don't care if I'd melt. I want to move there now. I want that option in my life. When I, when I lived in Alabama, um, I I haven't checked in a couple of years, but last time I was there, they still have like supersized me like McDonald's. Oh, really? Like they still have like the huge like styrofoam cups. And, oh like, shit! Extra size fries and everything. That's insane. Dude, yeah, I, I I feel like I'm in the super size me documentary whenever I go to Jack in the Box. Go, they're propor- <laughs> though they're the proportions are insane. <laughs> yeah, they it's like uh, the larges here are basically a medium down down there. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I think I think. All the I've only traveled in a couple states. Hello? Hello? I did disconnected. Oh. You, are you there? Oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, there we are. There we are. There we go. All right, cool. Um yeah, I've only really traveled in like a couple of states. Um I think I, I've been to like Washington obviously and then Oregon, California, Idaho, Montana, and Florida. I think those are all the states I've been to. Okay. Ever. Yeah, I I've, I, I, I want to go, I want to say I've been to more to the middle, but I've only been to like Washington, California, and then like Texas over, basically. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Texas, yeah. Texas up to Virginia. Okay, is, yeah, yeah. You know, southern states, when you start driving through them, they're only like, like, I think a trip from North Carolina to Alabama is like 13 hours. And yeah, that's like four states basically. Yeah, no, I, I've like looking at the map, it it looks interesting. Cause it will also it makes sense though, because there's less like I would assume there's like less like big stopping points for like traffic and shit in in those mm-hmm. states because it's like they have like a couple big cities and then like it's a lot of smaller towns, so you can just kind of go. I, yeah. I feel like I mean I've never been there, so I guess I don't know, but like that's in my brain what makes sense to me. It's, it's really strange, just like. Like uh, where I live, you you would never see like a traffic jam unless it was just like someone someone like died and they're blocking the road or you know like something crazy happens. Yeah, we we're only about an hour and a half away from Atlanta. You hit Atlanta and then it's they legit have nine lanes of traffic and they're all filled to the brim with cars. Oh God. <laughs> it's just like it's like whiplash because you're just like driving going like 80 miles an hour just blah, 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 and then all of a sudden just stop just oh god stop. oh god i uh i had in montana it was kind of similar because there was like we were going to uh this place outside of kalispell and um and uh <laughs> it was like the, this two-lane highway in the middle of like literally nowhere the next the closest town was probably like 20 miles in both directions maybe and they were both like pretty small towns but um so we're driving like you know 80 we're going through this this place absolutely beautiful scenery because there's nothing around so it's just pure like a couple fields and then like maybe a farmer's field and then like some mountains to my right like it's absolutely beautiful and uh i look i i would look up ahead and I would see this car like slowing down and turn their blinker on because their like house is like their driveways to the right but it's like a highway, so so, so suddenly, I, like going at like eighty, I have to slow down to like going ten, super fast because I'm, I'm like, oh fuck, they're turning. And like, after driving in Montana, I'm like, you know what? Washington drivers may be fucking idiots, but at least they don't do. At least they're not put in that situation. So I I, I kind of prefer them. It, Washington yeah. drivers are like reckless, but they're not like I'm gonna slow down to ten miles an hour on this eighty mile an hour freeway. <laughs> it's like, oh god, fuck. Yeah, uh, it's it's almost it's almost like driving autobahn because like there, there's speed limits, but people just go like go like a hundred miles. An oh hour yeah, ninety one Ford pickup. <laughs> yeah, no, I, there was a speed limit of like sixty, but nobody went. If you get, went, were going sixty, you're getting passed like immediately. Oh yeah, like oh, nobody oh, yeah. gave a shit. I, I when I got into the state, I was like, 
we were driving through a town that was like, okay, speed limit is 35. I'm going to just go 35. We're, we're in this, like, we also got passed often because we were in my friend's, like, mom van that he has because we were going to Montana for a road trip. So, you know, we wanted yeah, the big yeah. space. And so we got passed anyways, even if we we're going, like, 20 over just in by the sheer virtue of driving a minivan. But, like... <laughs> We were going through. And I was like, "Oh, okay, it's 35. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go 35. It's gonna be fine." And I started going 35. And I'm getting like passing this town road. Like people are going into the opposite lane to go around us in like a town. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Nobody here gives a fuck about speed limits. Cool. I'm right at home." <laughs> yeah, that was, it was cool being in Montana. We we had a running joke where we would just look up into the sky and be like, "Huh, oh, big sky, <laughs> B- big sky." It's like, it's like, uh, they they don't have this in Washington. Yeah, you know, what, what, is this what is this big blue thing here? I'm used to seeing clouds. <laughs> Wait, hold on, the night's going off and there's night lights in the sky. Uh, hold on. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I'm used to only seeing one, and it's the moon. <laughs> Dude, it was it was so fucking funny because we're 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 in this cabin in like the middle of nowhere and we walk in they give us the like pamphlet of like oh here's our restaurants near us whatever 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 and like we walk in they're like we have bear mace available for you if if you're going on a hike it works on the honor system so just bring it back and we're all good and i'm like holy shit we're out in the middle of fucking nowhere hell yes <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember gas stations would sell, like, uh, they would sell, like, big hunting knives, or they would have, like, the, the mini crossbow set. Oh, yeah. They have, like, the, the little, like, crossbow pistols. The, oh, that's so sick. For, for whatever reason. I don't for know anything. why you give Southern kids <laughs> crossbow pistols. I want see Van Helsing. They're, they're just going to do that. <laughs> that's true. God, I, I, want, I want, like, ten, though. oh god it's that's so sick though um so let's let's switch gears really quickly into music um 26 minutes into this music podcast um (laughs) um what so i know i know uh fulton fulton incarnate i know is a uh proggy proggy kind of band um what made you uh because i also know your last project uh as pillars fall is was like more of a metalcore project what like really like grabbed you about like prog rock in comparison to metalcore and like kind of the difference between the two that like really sticks out to you um it was it was kind of just a change of style and music because well i was in as pillars fall and i did a lot of like hardcore and um i mean really my hardcore phase kind of began when I was like 12. That was when kids, like seniors from my high school would take me to Christian metal shows and we'd oh, hell yeah. under oath. And, oh, hell uh, yeah. And I, I'd, I'd get my get my ass whooped at shows and whatnot. But um, when, I, when I hit a, when I got up here, I was like really in the grunge and all that. And I was like, yeah, Nirvana, Foo Fighters. <laughs> hell yeah. And uh, we started doing As Pillars Fall. And I started getting into like uh, a lot of like Coheed, Rush, that kind of stuff. And I just took like a really deep dive on the prog end. And I really liked kind of like, like I was like all about concept albums, all about time signatures, oh, yeah. different genres and everything. And so it just, it just kind of influenced it. And it was just kind of the road I wanted to go with. And uh, yeah, I just, I just really fell in love with it. Yeah. No, I, I think it I think it definitely suits you well as well. And um also I, I will I will say though that I miss seeing like even it's because of the pandemic, I miss seeing you at shows because I miss the Hawaiian shirt and the flip flops at a fucking hardcore show. I miss that. It's like one of my favorite things is when we would go I'd, like we're up to a show, I'd see you and you'd just be like, Yeah, man, we're gonna go see Knock Loose, it'll be a fun time wearing the flip flops, wearing the wearing the Hawaiian shirt and I'm like fuck. Yeah, I, I show up looking like looking like I'm straight out of like real big fish or something and then get up there and we're we're going like it's like my favorite thing dude oh so good and like yeah no fulton fulton's really fucking cool though because we don't have a lot of like at least as far as i know i may be i may just be ignorant to it but we don't have a lot of like 
proggy sort of bands around here that's not like straight metal you know we have some like proggy metal like projects but not really like a prog yeah. rock sort of scene here so it's i'm really it's really cool to see that sort of uh that that kind of be here in a way because like we have a lot of metalcore here like a lot of fucking metalcore yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. we we have metalcore for fucking years but we don't have a lot of like rock in general honestly unless it's like kind of pop punk stuff or dad rock those are kind of the two like flavors we have here for rock so it's cool to see like prog rock kind of exist yeah i've, I've seen some bands come and go and um you know just like a lot, a lot of like rock bands that come here in seattle they'll be big for for a bit and whatnot and then they just like they're like yeah we're just kind of moving on doing our own little thing so yeah it's it's just uh yeah, it's just fun doing like a different kind of style and just uh, the the group we have with Fulton, everyone's everyone's so open to like, yeah, let's uh let's throw in like a like a disco beat on this one. Ooh, let's do like <laughs> let's do that, but with uh, some gallops underneath it. Oh hell yeah! Let's do this and like drop drop D or uh, sometimes we'll talk about what if we just go straight like double D or just drop G, <laughs> let's bring it down there. Let's just fucking go low. Like that's yeah, so sick though. Let's just take it home. That's yeah. so sick though, because I I feel like like Washington's an interesting place, because if especially if you go to like music shows here, we're all into like weird music, but none of us really play super weird music that often. Like a lot of a lot of the bands here aren't really that experimental in in sense, like in the metal scene at least. And so it, it, I love like that's why I was such like big like supporters of Prying Free because they were like really weird and experimental. So I was just like, yes, Kings, go on, go on, Kings. Yes. And um, and so that's why like I I love just like people just being like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just put a let's just fuck around with some feedback, get some weird fucking chord progressions in there, and let's just fucking be weird and do like a fucking four three times signature and hate our lives. Let's just do yeah, that yeah. and see how weird we can get it. And I'm like, yes, yes, Kings go <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a band that came up i'd have to ask james because i remember we saw them and they were like they like they they presented themselves they played like three songs and it was like normal metalcore and everyone's like okay yeah and then like the rest of the set was all in like five four and, oh like, shit like all the all these like crazy time signatures and they were like chon meets metal and all this oh that's sick we're just like <laughs> where did this come from oh, all right. yeah guys drop the metal cord this is way sicker this is way sicker <laughs> I, I, I like the idea that they come in just to like trick people they're like okay we're just metal cord man and then <laughs> <laughs> that is so sick though and that's why speaking of james it's also why i love vacuous because they're kind of fucking they're 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 weird and wild with it too like like they're they're so super fucking sick as well that i've seen them i think twice i want to i want to say before the pandemic i thought was able to see them twice and like both times are just so sick they have, they have a great live energy they're like mm -hmm. they're for for washington standards they're they're really experimental for washington standards and they're pretty experimental for like just general metal standards they get they get kind of wacky with shit and i i don't know they, they have a good sound i really like them I, I i like i like a lot of their stuff too they're very tight and uh because i remember what was what was, what was the band before Vacuous that Mitch had? Uh, was it? Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, My brain's going something? blank. Yeah, yeah, Beyond fuck. Woods, Beyond Woods or something. Yeah, like yeah, 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 something like that, something like that. God, I, I, I'm drawing a blank. I've seen them before. Fuck. <laughs> I think I saw them at Louis G's or some shit. Fuck. Yeah, I'm forgetting. But, but just having that, and uh, I mean James, he can. If there's one thing I love about James is he can make whatever he's doing, he can make it work. Oh, hundred so percent. He, he he knows how to just add himself in the stuff and like how to just kind of elevate it as much as he can. Yeah. And so just vacuous. It's just like a perfect storm, basically. Yeah, hundred percent. I, 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 lo I love watching him play live and all that. Stuff. Not only that, but James is like a, just a sick fucking voice. Just oh god, he has such a sick voice. Um, but yeah, no, like. So another thing I wanted to ask you, because it's like, because you guys are doing proggy, uh, proggy stuff. Do you have like kind of a concept album dream in your head? You don't have to tell me about it. I just want to know. Like, do you kind of have like a concept album story in your head that you're kind of building? 
uh, I, I, I pretty much I have I that's kind of where it all starts is I just I think of like a whole story idea in my head and whatnot and like even as we're doing this album I'm like okay uh, this story is going to be about three albums long and they're all going to go in this direction and have this type of sound and everything yeah as I go into them like I'm I'm not except for like kind of the godfathers of Prague I'm not into like modern prog really i just don't have i'm not like just aware of it i haven't found anything that really grips me like like rush does and like you know all the godfathers of prog but like that's the coolest thing to me about prog is that there because i love concept albums concept albums are so fucking sick and i wish more music would like just kind of embrace that idea of just like a story that spans albums because I, right, right. I play I play D&D, so I'm all about long-winded stories. Like, I, I play a fucking shitload of D&D. So, I, so that's why I love prog albums, because I'm like, oh, it's like I'm fucking listening to a D&D session. Let's go. Like, it's so sick. <laughs> so it's like, I, I, I wish more music would just kind of, like, embrace the idea of, like, like, listen, I love I love angry metalcore. I love angry deathcore. You know, I'm all for the fucking like you cheated on me, you bitch, blech, like kind of shit. But like, I love stories that are just like not about you. Like anytime, like any of my projects, if any if any of the people who are going to be watching this heard any of my uh, old music, none of it was about anything that I ever went through, except for one song. I wrote one song about like something from my personal life everything else is a story from that i came up with in my brain like i i i love like uh non-personal kind of like lyrics that you make from a story it makes i i love that because it like not many bands are willing or like really do that i feel like so like i really like that sort of um that change up in a sense you know yeah it's 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 a lot more fun process at least for me because I'm the type where if I write my personal stuff, like it always comes out. Like I look at it, I'm just like, oh, this is really cringy. I, 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 I don't <laughs> want to put this out there. This right. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, so I, when it's when it's told through like a, a character or through a story or uh, just kind of in a different way, uh, I feel I speak better through that than I do actually just speaking whatever is on my mind i feel you i'm kind of i'm the same way like uh the only song i ever wrote that was uh about like me personally was i wrote a song uh about uh, a girl who cheated on me and that was it and even that i was like i i wrote it for like a month i wrote i i kept going back to lyrics and like revising it to make it a little bit less cringe and a little bit less generic and i kept going back and back and even at the very end i'm like man this is still like kind of (laughs) cringe Like I'm like in the recording booth, like man, this is still kind of fucking cringe. God damn it! <laughs> oh man, if if I if I had time to pull up like my grunge songs that I wrote when I was 15. Oh boy. And just oh god. Man, I wish I I had a I had a notebook that was full of all my poems from when I was like 16. Fuck, I wish I still had <laughs> that thing just to look and be like, man, I've come a decent distance. <laughs> It's like you talking about the government and you don't know what the government is. Please come Exactly. <laughs> it's like, man, it's like a, so I, uh, I run a, a, a cyberpunk red campaigns that it's a tabletop version of a uh, cyberpunk and, um, it's really a good system. Uh, but I, I run a can a game with it with a bunch of my, uh, friends from like high school and stuff. And, um, one of the people, uh, he was like, he's playing a net runner who was a, uh, who was a uh, Russia Russian? He was or no uh, Slovakian or some shit like that, some Eastern Bloc country, and he was like, he was like, I want him to be like a third generation immigrant to America and still hold the ideals of communism because in uh, in in the cyberpunk world, uh, the USSR never fell, so the communism is still very alive in the Eastern Bloc countries in that universe. So he's like, I want me to be like really into communism, but have absolutely no fucking idea what the actual like properties of a communist country is. So I, I just want to be like him to be like, yes, communism and have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, that's, that's going to be interesting. Okay, cool. He's like, yes, my side won. We've done it. 
exactly we've done it and like it's so funny because he'll like he'll just commit petty crimes by going on the net and like hacking into like the the garden which is their like social media and just like blasting it on everyone's like feed just like communism is the way here are the policies of a communist country and then like none of them are correct like none of them are like even remotely communistic and it's it's so funny he puts on like a fake accent too he doesn't have an accent because he's a third generation immigrant but like he's like it connects you with my with my heritage to have this i'm like bro this is so fucking good i like that i like that a lot it's so fun. It was so fucking funny. I was like, this is the funniest character I've ever seen, and I love him. The only character I feel like is funnier is my one of my other friends made a character who was an elf in a Pathfinder world, so a normal like fantasy D D world. And um he was like, I'm gonna worship the dwarven god, I'm gonna take stone masonry, and I'm gonna do basically everything a dwarf does. I'm even gonna have shitty like Rosetta Stone esque like dwarvish as a language. And I'm just gonna be like a weeaboo, but for dwarfs. And yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a dwarven name, and I'm just going to hate myself for being an elf. And I'm just like, oh, this is so <laughs> funny. This is so funny. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, one of my buddies told me a campaign where he had someone who kept convincing everyone he was a horse, <laughs> and so everyone had. Everyone would talk to him, and he's like, I'm a horse. And he would just <laughs> neigh, and he would convince them that he was a horse, so they couldn't do anything. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so amazing. One of, um, one of my favorite, like stories ever from um from that series from the uh cyberpunk game we were running was um there were like two of the two of the members of our group was in a band together and so they were going to a show but before they they realized that like they forgot to promote the show at all and so they were like okay we have to promote the show really fast day of how do we do this okay we have a net runner on our side we go to net access point and we blast it to every fucking screen in the city that's what we do big fucking brain and so we like they went to the place to this like abandoned building with a net access point in it they walk through this building they enter the door and then a sensor goes off and an alarm goes off and they're like uh 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 fuck it and they run (laughs) and then like as they're driving away like the net watch like fly in and they're like storming the building they're like man we're not gonna have anyone at this show are they are we and I was just like, uh, me as the DM, I was like, no, you're not. Because I was in a local band. You suffer as I suffered. <laughs> they play the show to like three people in the bands. Let's go. Yes. Yes. We sold 50 pre-sales and three people showed up. <laughs> Dude, that, is, that was my fucking life. That's why like. I want to play music again. I miss being like a vocalist. I miss flexing that like creative muscle. But God, I never want to sell fucking pre-sales ever again. No, no. I I hated doing pre-sales. A lot of times, like, sounds a little bit cheating, but I would just give people tickets and I'm like, look, I'll pay for it. I just want you to come to the Oh, dude, I do the same thing. Everybody does it. Just tell me. Did you did you guys ever do the 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 cringiest thing? But everyone does it as a band. Everyone's done it at least once. Maybe not for the project they're in now, but everyone's done it at least once. Yeah, where they yeah, yeah. they set up the Facebook event or whatever event, and they ever a bunch of people like say they're interested, but don't say they've joined. They're they're coming yet. So you message them and you're like, "Hey, I got pre-sales. <laughs> do you want to come to my show?" Oh no. I- I can't say I I personally have ever done that, but uh, you're a better I, man than I because I, I have done that. I, I I can't say that anyone in our band has not done that, so I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna speak for them. <laughs> Dude, I, I I have had people that like I am now friends with that I opened up our conversation for the first time to like either for them to come on my podcast or for us to hang out or whatever or like some kind of thing. And I open yeah. up our, our Facebook message and I see a message from like four or five years ago. They're like, hey, we're playing this show with these men. I'm like, oh, fuck. No, don't. no, 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 no. It's like that keeps I, I, me up. I remember seeing a show in uh, Georgia when I was like, yeah, when I was like 12. And 
the local band that was opening for Gideon and a Police for Purging uh, showed up and he, he was out there. People were waiting in line to buy tickets at the stand. And he was like, uh, I got pre-sales. Uh, please, please buy from me. I got pre-sales for you. Oh, we were man. just like, all right, whatever. I'm just giving him money. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's nothing, there's nothing quite like being on a ticket grind as a band. You will do some shit that you would never do for anything else. Oh, like, yeah. You'll drive two hours up north just to deliver tickets oh, to someone. Fuck. Oh, God. It was it was so bad for me because I was the only one in my band for a while that could drive at the time. And so uh, there were like Kevin and like me and Reggie would be like, oh, yeah, I got like two people over in this city who want something like okay, I got two people like kind of in the similar direction. And Reggie would be like, oh, I got someone down south. And I'm like, oh, fuck my ass. All right. All right. We can do this. We can make this fucking work. We'll just be in the car for like four hours. And so we just we would just go and do. Oh, God, it was so bad. <laughs> It was such a nightmare. You turn into the Amazon delivery pad. <laughs> do I wish? Do I wish we just have like the Amazon drones just like drop off a presale? <laughs> <laughs> Send it in the air. It just loses the ticket as soon as it gets up there. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, no, like pre-sale oh god like that's why i want to be in like a, a punk band or a folk punk band and just so we i can be like okay we're only playing house shows go fuck yourself we're not doing pre-sales because we're playing house shows yeah. <laughs> i it's like yeah. i want i want to play metal because that's what my voice is most suited for but like <laughs> fuck i really don't want to play for venues where like can you sell 50 pre no 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 i can't i can but i won't <laughs> <laughs> i can i can do it that's why we always like doing like real art and like Petroma shows. Oh yeah. Never, never had pre-sales. It was always so nice. You just show up, unload, go to town. Dude, the real art's so sick. I love the real art. Like the, the one, one of my favorite experiences at the real art was, uh, my old, old band in a, in a visceral embodiment, sadly. And, um, we were playing this show that we had no fucking business being on. We had, it was, uh, this Memoring Mary's EP release show. And it was like all deathcore and metalcore, and then our shitty like. I was there. Oh, you were there. Okay, fuck yeah. I was there. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was all of them, and then our like shitty mellow death band. <laughs> hey, I love this real embodiment. That uh, band's awesome. Oh man, like my <laughs> friends, my friends still come up to me and go like, "Oh, you were the guy from Visceral Embodiment, weren't you?" And I'm like, "Oh, go fuck yourself." Now you got me. I was having a good day. Now I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and we were we were on stage though we were like four songs into our five song set and i turn around and our drummer's like looking at me like panickingly like he's like seeing death in his eyes and i'm like what the fuck are you on about just play the fucking song dude and so we start playing and every time i turn around he's like he's like trying to tell me something with his eyes but i, I don't know what the fuck he's trying to tell me and i'm like what are you what are you on about your symbols are all on nothing's cracked all your drums are like still standing your bass drums not moving forward like i don't know what the fuck you want from me guy and so i just keep playing you know we were three songs in and then we finished our our fourth song and then he says like he says to me like yo the the drum the drum amp is like it like it's weird color and i'm like what the fuck are you on about so i like look at the drum amp, and motherfuckers on fire the drum amp the inside of the drum amp caught on fire it's so I'm like I'm like oh fuck so I just I I put up my, the mic in my face I'm like hey so the drum amp is uh, on fire and I just hear the sound guy through, through the back to go god fucking damn it and then like, I just see like I just see like a flashlight like just shaking through a crowd he's like fast walking to the stage I'm like oh man <laughs> oh no I'm just like on stage like so how is everyone else's night uh night band. <laughs> Uh, we're we're so bad our, our amp caught fire so that's pretty cool <laughs> hey if anything that means you're the most hardcore uh true <laughs> it was like we had no fucking business being on that show i don't know why the fuck we got put on that show it was like us sinners and saviors dismembering mary i think vultures above us in like some other band or something I, I think that was the lineup it was like fucking six years ago or something though so i can't quite yeah, remember yeah. but like it was like it was all like deathcore and like metalcore it was just like there was nothing remotely like bridging the gap 
to like death metal, but we were just like, yeah, we'll play the show. <laughs> we got zero fans from that show at all. Like people were just like looking at us, like, so when when is your set done? Like, can you can you come on? <laughs> if that's how, it, that's how it felt with Fulton's first show was uh, I think it was rap versus rock. So oh like, man, those rap. shows. It was like rap group, rock band, rap group, rock band, rap group, rock band. And I remember it started out, everyone's, I think, uh, Charleston, Charleston. So everyone's there. Oh, fuck yeah. Every, everyone's in like the bar sitting down. And all of a sudden these two, these two dudes come up and they plug in their laptop and they hit play. And they're like, yo, 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 what's up? And then like, I just remember like I could see my mom out there and she was just. <laughs> and then immediately after we come up and we're like hey guys uh we're gonna play metal prog alt rock music and <laughs> <laughs> oh god those shows are always so like fucking weird but kind of cool at the same time they're like cool but also so awkward i i love i love the inclusiveness of it yeah uh, I think it's a really good idea and concept. Yeah. I think I think whenever it's booked, it's never booked properly. Like, uh, way I feel is you always go with like the softer bands or yes. first, and then you get harder as the night goes on. Yes, a hundred percent. I uh, so, our second show as Visceral Embodiment was we uh, we opened like someone dropped off this show. I think it was for. Um, for like a ugh, fuck i'm forgetting the names of the bands all i remember is that someone dropped off the beginning of the show and they asked us like like three days before the show if we could play it and we said yes so we show up and like it was us first so like mellow death and then directly afterwards it was closer to clouds <laughs> i was like who the fuck booked this like i know we're the new guys i know we're the new guys and we don't deserve to be second but like the pacing is so off. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was so funny. We were just like we played, we had no idea what any of these bands except for like we knew Oh yeah, Vesuvian was also on that show. It was Vesuvian us. Oh, it was you know what you know who also it was? It was um I'm drawing a blank on their fucking name somehow. It was uh Scythe Gang's old band. I am forgetting oh. what their old band was called because Scythe Gang is such like a phenomenon now that like I'm forgetting what their old band was called, but um, forgive me, guys. I'm so sorry. Fuck. What was it called? Uh, Fuck. I'm, uh, I, I yeah, I, I don't remember. But it was, it was Scythe Gang's old band, Vesuvian, Closer to the Clouds, Us, and then like Empyrean, I think. And uh, we we're. I was just like, we have no. What the fuck is going on? Like, why are we here? <laughs> Mixed bill shows are sick, but you got you have to create it like a dj playlist almost right it, it you gotta you gotta get the right level of dynamics going with it yeah yeah i definitely remember there was one show at funhouse where it was apf and immediately went to dallin and silas who were like a rap group at the time and then i don't remember the dude's name i mean i thought it was cool but he had like he brought up like it was just him. He had like seven keyboards, and he was just like making like like I, I guess like hallucinogen music. Like it Hell was just yeah. like like just ambient sounds and everything. And I was like, hey, I'm vibing with it. And then immediately goes into like some straight up death metal band again. So I was, <laughs> I was just confused with the billing. I was like, who, who put this together? Who the fuck? <laughs> God, yeah. I was like, Benny, did you do this? You're <laughs> Benny. That would that would be a Benny billing. I love Benny's Benny's shows though are always so fucking fun. They're always so fun. Oh yeah. It's always a party when That's, Benny's booking shit. You always get tossed into some pot and you, you never know what's gonna come out of it. Oh yeah. It's, it's so interesting. It's always a blast. Yeah, a hundred percent. So she is the band, because you know it's just gonna be a fucking wild time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that yeah, is awesome. Mixed shows are so sick, but yeah, they take a lot of care. They're like a little baby. You have to you have to be careful with it. 
because otherwise yeah, you you're gonna the right vitamins. yeah because otherwise you're gonna have somebody there for like uh, most of the band or most of the crowd there for like the first two bands and then them like leave immediately afterwards or some shit like that so yeah you, you can't you know you can't give it too many carrots or it's just gonna turn orange exactly but you also <laughs> you also you know you can't give it some you know broccoli and then immediately give it anthrax because it's not gonna have a good time exactly exactly you can't like give it like baby food and then directly afterwards be like all right motherfucker you need a t-bone steak get into this bitch (laughs) 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 it's like one of my one of my favorite um uh shows like one of the last shows i saw was um was at uh it was like it was like fuck i think it was college radio and then it was, um, I think, and then yeah, no, it was college radio. And then it was Dirt Nap. And then, or no, Join Ops. Then Dirt Dirt Nap. Then Two Clicks. And it was, oh, it okay. was, it was like, it was pretty sick. Like it was actually cool seeing like Join Ops just being like, "Fuck it, we're gonna play this," because like they're they're a rap group. So they were, just, but they were yeah. like, "We're aware of what this is. We know what the fuck's going on." We're we're gonna play this. You guys are gonna vibe and then get right back to punching people in the fucking mouth. So let's just let's just <laughs> run it. Let's run it. Absolutely. That's why, like, um, I can't remember who's. I think it was. Yeah, I can't remember whose house it was, but we in APF we did some like house shows out in like kind of towards Eastern Washington, and they were they were like outside. And I oh hell just yeah! Having a blast at those because. They, they they just got whatever friends they wanted to, so it'd be punk bands, it'd be rap groups, it'd be like house shows are the fun. Bands. House shows are the best, dude. There's nothing better than a house show, I in my opinion. I, I fucking yeah. love house shows. There was this great house venue. I, I hope they come back when the pandemic's over, but uh, it was called the Hive. And they mm-hmm. they are the fucking best. I they're they uh I've seen like two shows there. One was uh it was like one of the shows was sick. It was like prying free, and then like another hardcore band, and then like a noisecore band, and then uh, oh. I think I, I think like an uh, uh like punk band, and then something else. But like it was like a really interesting mix of like weird sounds and shit. It was it was super fucking yeah. sick, and I saw a folk punk show there too, and th- that was really awesome too. But like, yeah, no, like they I I love house shows because it's just such a different vibe. Yeah, it's it's always fun. I I really wish uh, Washington had more uh, outdoor venues. Yeah, like I, agree. Shows. I agree. I agree. Because I I feel like especially in the summer, like Washington's such a beautiful state, and just being able to play outside is so much fun. Yeah. It it just be it just be a really good change of pace from the sweaty bars that have simpsons pinball (laughs) true yeah 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 be a bit of a different vibe than than elko's warming piss smell it's it oh yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't you you love to just see like uh like just see like a void or or uh or or an as pillars fall just screaming to the heavens outside and oh yeah green forest Oh yeah, like one of, one of my favorite uh, experiences. Speaking speaking of the warming piss smell of Elko, um, was my friend had uh, really wanted to go to a show. She had never been to a show before, like a metal show, and she was like, "I want to try it because I'm not really into the music, but you seem to really like it, and maybe I'll like it too." And I was like, "Okay." So I brought her, <laughs> I brought her to some like local like kind of metal core show. I think I think it was mo- mostly metal core. And um, and it was she walked into the venue. And it was just like, oh yeah, I love Elko. Elko's great. And she was like, why does it smell like piss? I'm like, see, you don't get it. You don't get it. This That's is the smell of, of the show. this is the this is the 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 scent of home. This is a warm embrace. <laughs> the fragrance of bitten. <laughs> this is the fragrance of fifty years of shitty punk shows that were five dollars. Like. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, uh, but that's not true, though. <laughs> so true. It is. It is. By the way, another one of my favorite shows actually was um was we were I, I went to this I went to a, a two click show. This is like back when Nick was doing bass and vocals, and it was a three piece. Mm-hmm. 
So this is back in the day. And um, they were on, they got put on some like punk bill that was like all like hardcore punk. It was all like 80s, like black flag type punk. And then, oh, and then yeah. it was, then it was just like, you know, two clicks. And so I was like, this is going to be weird and interesting. And, um, and <laughs> people were not happy with me because I, because I was like pitting because it was a two click show. And like, like it was really funny because like half of the scene, like all showed up right before two click set. And then half the scene fucking left right after two oh, clicks. No. Oh no! So it was like it was like it was like a kind it was like a half it was like a pretty big local show before two click set like it was probably like fifty to one hundred people there because we have a pretty decent punk scene if you're into like kind of dad punk sort of stuff and then like and then the right as two click set started like fucking an extra like fifty to one hundred just walked in beat the shit out of each other and everyone around them and then fucking left. <laughs> It was so good. It was so fucking yeah. funny. I remember. Uh, I, I don't know. The first thought that came to my mind as soon as you said back when Nick was playing bass. I remember we were seeing a show at Elko one time, and I don't even remember what band it was, but it was like a softer, you know, it was kind of like melodic kind of band. I just remember sitting there, just like, all right, yeah, just vibing. All of a sudden, <laughs> big Nick, you know. He walks towards me. I'm like, oh no. Oh, no <laughs> he puts he grab he grabs me, puts one hand on it on my shoulder, and he gets really close to my ear and he's like I hear you play bass. I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah. You wanna play bass for two twits? And uh I think this was like mid like APF the Fulton transition, so I was like uh, I'm kind of focusing on the Fulton thing. He's like, mm-hmm. and he just gives like the big bear hug he does, and yep. he just walks away. <laughs> he walked up. He walked up to me uh, right after Scourge fell apart, and um, he was like, and he just, he was like, "Hey, you want to sing for my band?" And I was like, "I would love to, but I would ruin your band. I would totally ruin it because you have a great stage presence. You need to be the one doing vocals, man." And he was just like, "Hmm." All right, I respect that. And just like, again, huge bear hug, walks away. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love Nick. He's, I love him so much. It's like, it's like having your head in between like the alligator jaws when they're just sitting there with their mouth <laughs> open, and you're like, like this could end at any moment right now. Oh like, yeah. I do. <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite moments of, uh, of Nick being, being amazing was, um, so our last show, I think it was Filth and Loser at um at uh the at the um, whatchamacallit. Um how am I blinking on the name? Oh, the fun house. And um and I was standing towards the back and he was uh, checking IDs and I had like forgotten that he was behind me because I was just like watching Loser, I think. Yeah. And um I just felt like a big hand grab my head and then a big fist just bonk. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I was like Ugh. I just felt like the fucking earth shattered around me for a second. <laughs> I just stared around and he just like smiled at me and flipped me off and so I just flipped him off back and like went back to watching the show. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I, I love that dude. That dude is awesome. There's there's one thing I miss from seeing shows. It's that moment where you see either like the overhand fist or you see the like the kick coming from down below oh and yeah just everything in the pit just stops because there's the one person <laughs> that just like dbz flew across the room and is just like <laughs> on, on the ground just <laughs> oh yeah basically oh yeah one of, one of my favorites was is watching everybody clear the fuck out really quick when like nick or christian start throwing down because they just they just go hard as fuck and so like it, it's so it's so fun to watch like or you know what what's even funner is when one of the elko staff like puts like a hoodie on that's not like elko related and they just go in the pit for for 10 seconds and like everyone clears out real fucking quick and then they yep. they walk into the back of the crowd take off the hoodie and then go back to work <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> the moment of watching like the earth stand still for a second <laughs> the like calm before the storm because just like uh, oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever. I love it. Yeah, man. It. Oh god, I, I miss shows. I can't wait for them to I, come back. I do too. I mean, if 
this has been a really good time for a lot of bands to do like recording and stuff yeah i agree we're gonna get a lot of good music out of this yeah a lot of people are getting a lot of stuff done um you know they're 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 just busting stuff out but yeah there's just no feeling like playing a good show yeah exactly because like especially especially for hardcore because it's all based around like the energy of being live and being in the room and like it's all based off that like energy exchange same with like kind of punk and so it's like it's like listening to hardcore now i just get sad because i'm like oh i want to see this live (laughs) fuck (laughs) yeah you're watching all the live stream videos at home oh dude yeah (laughs) oh dude yeah no i'm i remember um i think one fit like last year 156 silence which is one of my favorite bands put out uh the their album and um god it's so good and i remember being like like it was when i was at work so it was like one in the morning i was throwing like a grocery load onto a fucking shelf or some shit and i was just like on like aisle seven throwing cereal like just fucking like just fucking like go like just like teeming at the brim of just like fucking like wanting to hit something and i was just like uh i need to vibe just swinging at all the old women grabbing like like the their, <laughs> their fruits and vegetables just like <laughs> can can you tell me where the rice is you can i can tell you where to catch these hands <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny so now that we've reached over an hour casey um thank yeah. you for coming on uh the wiretap where can people find uh, find you guys, find you on social media or your music or whatever? Uh, our music's on pretty much everything. Uh, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, all that. I mean, we really only have the one song right now, but uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and um, yeah, that's our, our goal's getting getting this album recorded and done we're currently still working on it and hopefully it'll be out around the end of the year fingers crossed that's that's our goal hell yeah man all right well go check go check them out they're good shit they're good proggy shit if you like wacky time signatures and you like wacky <laughs> shit it's a great fucking time uh, if you like my chemical romance and kanye west <laughs> uh, that's, that's kind of that's that would be such an interesting weird vibe oh my god i kind of want that now (laughs) all right hell yeah well thank you everyone for watching hope you have a good rest of your day i'll see everyone later